You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, 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 everybody. I am Johnny Christ, and this is Drinks with Johnny. Thanks for checking out the podcast. I hope everyone is staying safe, healthy, sane, and entertained. Um, a lot of crazy stuff happening in the world. Um, we're here uh, practicing quarantine, staying inside the house uh, as often as we can when you get out. Make sure you keep your distances. This is a real thing, people. This is not some conspiracy. It's affecting the entire world. So please do your part in flattening the curve. And if you have the means, go go to some sort of charity that's helping out. There's a Music Cares fund that is uh, helping out with coronavirus COVID-19 relief fund. Um, so you can go check that out. And if you have the means, please donate to someone who needs some food or uh, anything like that. Um, speaking on that, my my guest this week is uh, comedian Taylor Williamson. Now we recorded this episode back in February twelfth, if uh, I I believe yes, it was February twelfth. We we recorded this. Um, Taylor had just come back from a USO tour in Italy, um, which is uh, one of the places that uh, has been devastated by this virus. Um, but this was way before we knew anything was happening. So, um, I mean, and he's a comedian. So we made some jokes, um, and I just want to address them right at the top of this thing. Uh, he uh, that th- these jokes were made before the, uh, anything was happening in, in Italy, and we obviously hope everyone in Italy is uh, is okay and uh, getting better and getting on the up and up. Um, again, this was, you know, hindsight twenty twenty. Maybe these jokes uh, weren't uh, great to have been said at the time, but you know, we 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 had no way of knowing what was going to happen um, in the weeks to come. So um, again, I hope everyone in Italy is doing well. I'm sure Taylor does as well. Um, but you know, we had a great conversation. He's a com- he's a comedian. Uh, we rolled <laughs> we rolled pretty well with each other. I did I'd never met Taylor previously to this uh, episode and. Uh, he had a certain brand of comedy that I just tried my best to roll with and I think it came out great I was just listening back to this while I was editing and um, I think you guys are really going to enjoy it Uh, we share a kinship to uh, professional wrestling as I know most of you have seen and probably are getting a little sick of me talk about to be honest but uh, yeah I'm just here to talk about what I'm interested in and hope you guys are staying interested if you are make sure to hit the subscribe button and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and go to the YouTube channel, by the way. We have a Drinks with Johnny YouTube channel. Um, go over there and hit subscribe. All that is free and helps show your support of the show and what I'm doing. Um, I'm just trying to entertain you guys um, and have some fun in the process. You know, uh, Getting to know different people from different walks of life and have a, have a quick chat with them and... Uh, you know, make some crack some jokes, and hopefully, you guys find something in it that uh, entertains or inspires you. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my that's my <laughs> that's my stick right there. So, I uh, hope you guys are enjoying it. And without further ado, I bring you Taylor Williamson. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Drinks with Johnny, and I am joined by comedian Taylor Williamson. How are you doing today, brother? 
Hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm great. How are you? I'm good. This is going to be great. I can tell you have me laughing and we just started, you know, so this, this, is, this great. is great. I had told you in real life, but now at press recorder, I'm losing my voice. From, I, I'm traveling a lot. I'm a big deal, you know? Yeah, you, I know. You want to know what that's like traveling. I've, I've, I don't think I've been to the same. No. <laughs> What's the longest that you've been gone for? Gone for? Yeah, oh, straight. man. Like straight. Probably, probably a solid two and a half, three months. Yeah. Like if, like if I was... Maybe even longer, because if a tour finishes up like on the East Coast and then we go into Europe, that, those ones get real long because like, instead of coming all the way back, yeah. we'd go there. And that was also like back in the day. Now that we're a little older, a little grizzlier, we don't, we don't do it as much. We're like, yeah, let's just go home for a little bit. Screw the money. Like we, like we bought our houses. So. Yeah, we got, we got and we got kids too. And we're like, oh, let's just go home and see our kids and shit, you know. So Spotify, people can people can hear our music easier now. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to. We don't, we don't have to. We don't have to kill ourselves as much as we once did. But you you just mentioned you got off the road. You you just got back from a U.S. tour, right? Yeah. Have you ever done anything like that? We have. We did ours. Um, was it back in like 2010? I want to say we uh, we did ours through the parts of the Middle East. We went to Baghdad and Kuwait and a couple other bases in that area. It's amazing. It was, it, wasn't it such a cool experience though to like be able to get back to those like uh, the soldiers and stuff like Yeah, you went to Iraq. Um, I went to like where the scary things really happen, uh, Italy. Oh, is that where? <laughs> yeah. Right now there's a big big problem in Italy. Watch out Italy. You know, <laughs> you could, there's just a lot of uh, pizza, a lot of if you're lactose intolerant, that country, That's what the war's on right now. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I thought it was something else. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, I was actually supposed to go to Iraq. I signed up to go in Thanksgiving. Okay. In Thanksgiving. Uh, whenever I go, go to another country, I come back. I speak slightly poor. I already speak trash English already. Okay. But I start but to But now, speak. You, you, you were so ingratiated in the culture right. that when you came back, it was... But I've been told that I do this, and like it's... Um, my American friend told me this is like a mansplainy. Okay. Like when I went to Japan, I speak slightly caveman talk. <laughs> so if I study Japanese as a kid, so I think I'm being respectful. I don't think it's mansplaining if it's to another man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the word is. You know, racist? Is that the word? No. No, but like Italian, like my Italian friends who don't speak English perfectly, like maybe I'll speak a little. Even that, I feel like yeah, I'm if doing you're it. doing it, you're talking like, with your hands. Maybe you can't I speak that. a little less uh, perfecto, you know what I mean? yeah. Perfecte, whatever the fuck. Um, <laughs> did you know that you speak Italian? Like you just go like this and speak English, they understand. They don't understand if you talk like this, but if you go like this, they is don't that understand. is that real? Oh, I, I don't. I mean, I've been to Italy a couple of times. <laughs> that didn't work out too well for me. <laughs> they all speak English. Like I, I paid five dollars for this app that teaches you how to say things like, do you have a condom and stuff? And oh, I, I didn't get to use The real that. important stuff that you need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called Learn Italian on <laughs> iPhone app. I should get paid for this, but uh, everyone speaks You should English. at least get free condoms. I should at least get, it's <laughs> not even a condom app, but Trojan should be sending condoms. Um, what am I talking about? But I was supposed to go to Iraq, and then they canceled the tour because, and they didn't say why, mm -hmm. and then I just found out why, uh, because uh, Trump, came to visit them oh. and they just canceled the tour. Everything. Okay. Yeah. So, um, we're not getting political here, but Trump's ruining my life. <laughs> Most white people are like, my life's better. <laughs> well, he'd take away my jobs. I, I was supposed yeah. to go to Iraq with like a famous guy, like a super, they, cause they have this like huge tour where they do, um, like, um, what do you call it? Like a, a chairman joint chief of staff tour. So it's like, they have like huge celebrities go and they have a comedian. Okay. And uh, I was so excited. To, no pressure on me. I'm just the comedian. I'm not. I'm not the guy. Like, who's coming? Oh, Scarlett Johansson. Great. <laughs> oh, and there's a comedian. I'm yeah. that guy. Okay. So then that show got canceled. And then they called me. Do, do you want to come to uh, Italy? Italy? And I'm like, cool. Who am I going with? And they're like, oh, like you're the special guest. I'm like, what? It's all, these it's poor all up fucking to you. soldiers and service people. Well, how did it go though? I'm sure it went great. But yeah. I'm <laughs> but, uh, but I was like, I can't. I love, I love myself more than most people do. Okay. That's a good thing to have, though. It's, it's, it's 2020. You, like, everyone talks about having this self-image and everything like that. And it's, you're, you're, like, light years ahead of it. So yeah, that's great. amazing. Uh, but I think I just said I love myself. No one loves me, but I love myself. I don't know what I'm saying. No, yeah. but I was, uh, I was like, I can't be the guy. These people are putting their lives on the line, and they're sacrificing their time, and they're putting, risking their lives and all these things that they do for us, and they work so hard. And they leave their family behind. And then special guest, they're like, who's coming to, who's coming to, to perform for us? This guy, Taylor, who lost on America's Got Talent. They're like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> well, I mean, runner up. I mean, I'm it was, amazing. Yeah, I mean. 
When I brought my, I have a buddy, he's an actor from Two Broke Girls, this guy Jonathan Kite, and he's a really funny comedian too. So I was awesome. like, can I bring somebody? So uh, anyways, we had fun. I went on vacation for a week. So we went to uh, uh, Milan. And you know, you know Zebra Head guys? Yeah, I So I, I'm buddies with them. And so they were opening for some 41 in, in, uh, in Italy. Okay. They were on a whole Europe tour. So, oh, cool. So we went Just out. Just that happened on there at the same time? No, they saw, they saw I was going to be And they, made, and they were like, Sue <laughs> Taylor's going to be in Europe. You got to make this happen. So they made a whole trip out of it. So that was like special <laughs> to see buddies. I saw them in Tokyo also. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so uh, so I went to, we went to Milan and Rome and... Venice and Verona, and then we did the USO tour um, in Abiano Air Force Base in Vicenza okay. Army Base, I think, and then Siganella Navy or Army, I don't know, and Navy, and then uh, uh, Naples. I, don't, I think that was, I don't know, they're all Navy. They're, you know, they're all great people. You like your, I like how you're struggling to get that, and I, I'm, I'm in my head, I'm like, oh, he doesn't remember, and I thought about it, I was like, I couldn't name you a single one of the bases I went to. <laughs> I was there four days ago. So. <laughs> That's a little closer, but still, I don't think I could have four days after had been able to remember all those stops. Like, I just, I remember the cities. For sure. But that's about it. Like, did, did you, um, did you change your act for different military people? No. Um, apparently, our act goes over really well with yeah, military <laughs> But do you, I'm curious. No, like, no, no, we did. We, we, we just went out. The only thing that we had to change was, you know, we couldn't get into uh, the Middle East with, like, our full production yeah. or anything like that. It was just, it was more just us one-on-one -on -one with the fans and stuff or the, the military it's guys. Amazing. So, like, yeah. One of the times where, like, someone was laughing because I was, we were just coming in there from Europe, and my the side of my hair had grown out a little bit, and I was like, "Man, I need I need to get a haircut real quick." So I had a, a roadie out there with a, a shaver, just shaving the side <laughs> of it, so I could put my mohawk up. And like one of my other bandmates, I can't remember who said it, they were like, "Isn't that a little disrespectful? You're like you're coming in and like have a mohawk and everything." I was like, "But they want to see me in my true form, right?" Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone was like, "I'm so glad you wore the mohawk." And I was like, "All right, yeah, I, I did the right thing then." No, they, you know, they want to see you 100 percent, of course. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we, we did so once some shows had families in there and, and literally babies. Like, yeah. Because uh, I'm I'm ignorantly assuming in Iraq people don't bring their families with them. Uh, they didn't have families there where, where I'm guessing not where we were at. There yeah. Was a, there was a there was a base called Mortarville yeah. that we were at. I, I, like that was its nickname, obviously. Yeah. But like yeah, that was so. I don't think there was any family staying there unless you're like one of the families of someone had like yeah. way up and they're kind of boxed away from everything, I guess. So in Italy, like a lot of people bring their wives and kids. And yeah, their of course. That's kind of like that's probably their basis to have them out. You know. Yeah. While they're in between going to the. Tougher ones, right? Yeah. So, um, so, so anyway, so some of the shows were like the like the Navy. It was like or an Air Force. There was families and babies in the crowd. And normally, I'd be like, "What the fuck is there? Who brings their fucking baby to a comedy show?" But here, I'm just like, "Oh, it's a cute baby." You know? Yeah. It's just, it's just like, what do you need from me? You know? Honestly, like I've never yeah. been less. Uh, also, you're a little scared because they're carrying. Right? Yeah, and also they call murder me. Yeah. Uh, they don't need. A, they don't need a gun to kill me. I'm very weak. Um, uh, but then, so those family shows were just kind of like, and we can still say fuck, like they don't care, you know? Yeah. But I always, I asked or whatever, but then we did a show for Marines at a bar and some of the, some of the Marines there didn't, they were playing pool and they, the producer, the USO person had to say, please stop playing pool. We're going to have a comedy show. Mm. And I'm just like, oh God. They're like, and I just wanted to play pool yeah. on my day off. They're like, yeah. They're like, it's my day off. I'm fighting for the world. <laughs> I'm defending your freedom. You're telling me I can't play pool? That's talking about like the old comedic term, tough room. <laughs> yeah. So then like the Marines that we leaned into dick jokes because that's what they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Respect. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... What, are you, what do you do? <laughs> I mean, amongst guys, dick jokes are always working. Listen, you can't go wrong with a good <laughs> hour of dick jokes, you know? Speaking of dick jokes, families. You got, a, you got any family? Like? Do I have a family? Oh, yeah. No, I'm just a guy... I'm looking for a wife. I tried to get an Italian wife when I was in Italy. It failed. Oh, man. <sighs> I'm sorry. You'll, you'll go back. You'll find one next time. You think so? Yeah, why not? You had such confidence the first time. <laughs> well, about, when you, when you <laughs> question yourself, then I got to question No, I was it. questioning you. I was excited. <laughs> I thought you know something I don't know. 
<laughs> just gotta roll with it, man. Just be like, yeah, of course I could go to Italy and, and score that wife next time. Man, my buddy and I were on these dating apps and like we kept matching girls like the day after we leave the city. Oh, I, you know, I'm so, I'm so far out of the dating app yeah. game that I just, I, I just assumed like it wasn't international. I don't know why. Like you just said that you're like on the dating apps in Italy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't even realize that that would be a thing. Are you married? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good, good like on, on tape. I didn't even know they work <laughs> in other countries. <laughs> you try to fucking sell me up, man. It's a good husband, a smart husband. I have a good husband, a smart husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh I mean, your rock star dating life is so much more interesting than uh, like a comedian life. Like, I have a friend in a band, and he's like, I, I've only done the tour bus thing twice in my life. Mm -hmm. Mostly as a comedian at my level, it's comedy clubs. So you, I go to one city for Thursday through Saturday. I do fi five shows and I leave. You know? Okay. Well, how do you? How are you traveling then? I fly to a fly. city. Okay. And I just hang out for a few days and then fly. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So that's. By 80, 90 percent of my uh, my life and uh, over traveling, but uh, my friend in this band was telling me like touring Europe, like he hooked up with a girl. Like I get a hotel. No, I'm really not that groupy life guy. Not by yeah. my choice. I just never have the opportunity. And uh, <laughs> and uh, but uh, uh, my friend in this band, he was telling me how, like in Europe, he just he's like you bring a girl on the tour bus and then they wake up in another country and you just go. A fetus say, <laughs> Dochi, and they just get out and they just leave a woman stranded in another country. I think it's so special. They, well, they got they got good uh, they got better uh, public transportation than we have here, so they're not as worried about it. They you're got trains. You're doing them a favor. I mean, I've never done this. You, never I, I, you were talking about somebody else. Other people who other are people like you yeah. just said. Yeah. Your 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 buddy, and you didn't yeah. even say which band or who yeah. he is or anything like I mean, that. I mean, I don't know, but I've like saved it. It's just no, no, no. I feel like I, I would. I don't know. It's a private story. I mean, that's probably a private story. <laughs> if, I mean, if I know fifty people who have that story, yeah. I don't know. I don't hang out with those kind of guys. Really, look at you. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So another thing that <laughs> I, I I found out about you, and it was. Between a mutual friend, a new mutual friend that we have in Darby Allen. Oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. That, uh, how, did you, how did you meet Darby? Because we just had him on the show a few yeah. days ago, and the guy is nuts in a great way. Yeah, he's... And yeah. you actually were the one that got him on the show, basically. Yeah. You, you, you put us in contact with each I other. make things how happen. Did that, how did that happen? I, I, I asked him the question, and he was just like... Yeah, I wanted to do some crazy stuff, and he's like, you should go on this show. And yeah. I was, but I was like, I could probably get a little bit more out of Taylor on that. <laughs> I mean, he's my new friend, too. Like, uh, I, I'm a huge wrestling fan, and I've hung out. I have a bunch of friends that do wrestling stuff because my childhood dreams have come true, basically. Mm. What's weird is they're all younger than me. Like, isn't it weird when, like, like do, are, you, are you a Lakers fan? Like, huge Lakers fan. Isn't it weird how, like, when like, the athletes you look up to or they're, like, they're oh, like, they when age. they become younger than you? Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's been for a few years now. But, yeah, like, when, when they show them right out of college and the yeah. rookie year and say what age they are and yeah. everything like that, and, like, they're just these superstar, super athletes, and I'm just like, and they look like men. Yeah. And I'm like... Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I was watching some old wrestling clip and like, like Stone Cold Steve Austin, and, he, and like when he won at WrestleMania, he's like 31. I'm like, he's younger <laughs> than me now than when. Yeah, you know, can't. yeah, you can't. Yeah, that, so you go back on the vault then too, right? Do you have a WWE oh, network? Yeah, I'm a big nerd about all this. Oh, so at Darby, I met him at some wrestling things, and um, uh, and then it was like, let me, we'll hang out when you're in LA, and then we hung out and. Uh, um, he told me all these insane stories that I'm sure he told you some about all these people. A little bit, yeah. And I said to him... Did you get to meet those people? No, I, okay. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> but I said to him, he's really into pranks and all these things, and I said to him, his pranks are like next level pranks that might be illegal, you know? Yeah, not, they, not, I don't not, know how much they're pranks as much as they're <laughs> just like... I can get somebody to do some shit. <laughs> like you thought he was gonna murder you, but he's my friend. Yeah, like, he's pitch, picking up a fake hitchhike. I think about it. I remember the story, but I think it, he told me one about one of his buddies, and they picked him up, and they, I think he was a fake hitchhiker. I'm sure somehow someone ended up in the back seat of a car, and then they were worried he was gonna murder them. But okay. he, the other guy didn't know that he was his friend, pretending to be a creepy guy. He didn't give me that story. Yeah, so I said to him like, "We're this, our friendship is new, and I'm really excited about it. But if you ever do it." 
don't I don't know I didn't threaten him I just said don't you ever I am not down <laughs> you said please don't ever I, do I, I just said please I have nothing I can do to you but please don't uh, do um, yeah no, he was so so how exactly did he ask you or like what was that conversation did he with you? yeah like well because um, uh, I've been asked to do your show like fourteen times I yeah think. I think it was yeah I'm, I'm very I'm very popular no I'm very flattered it's just like when I live a little far from here so yeah, when, when yeah. can we be here and uh, and uh, and uh, I mean I mean I didn't mention I'm mean, like I enjoy your music so much you guys are fucking thank uh, you badass and uh, and uh, I think he's I, I hope this is a, it's a compliment like he's the pro wrestling version uh, I think if there's a what do you call it? Like a category of music. He's he's yeah. kind of your category for pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And he's bringing something special and different that Absolutely. really isn't showcased. And he, I, I just think like if you had a music video, I feel like he would fit in there. And if you guys were gonna play yeah, someone to the something. ring, I feel like you guys. Could it would be a good fit. Him, yeah, I mean, you know? he's got yeah, he's got the he's that would fit his gimmick. I, I yeah, would yeah, think. yeah, yeah. So so that's pretty much just you I was just, like, just I think chatting that. with them, and you're like, I think this would work out because then you you sent us an email. You're like. I still can't do the show yet, <laughs> but I got something good. Yeah. Here's Darby. <laughs> yeah, so I'm happy you guys don't hate each other. And you're no, happy. dude, it was, he was he was awesome. He came in with his brothers and some of his friends. Um, yeah, I'm like I don't know what the fuck. That what is, is happening? He asked Darby what to ask you about, and he said there was a car ride to ask you about a car ride to lunch with his brother. That was the one he just told. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, that was literally the one he just. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> he drove. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, he told me all I remember from that is that I have a whole bunch of dog hair in my back seat still that I haven't gotten out of my back seat from his do- from his dog. Yeah, and uh, and uh, I, he just told me every crazy story I've ever heard in my life. But uh, <laughs> no, nothing bad happened. No, no. Yeah, he's like, oh. Yeah, dog hair. That was pretty bad. Do you have allergies from that? Is that what? Yeah. No, um, no. I just a bunch of dog hair in my backseat. No, so pretty uneventful. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. I mean, he just. I mean, he, I was. It was just a long, a long drive of me going like, "What the fuck? Are you serious? Are you serious?" Like, yeah. He's. I mean, he's fascinating. And he like, really is. And he's terribly talented. And I love that he like wrestling's not his end game. Like it, he, he's so good at it, but mm-hmm. he wants to. And he is like making. He's a filmmaker, and he's a skater, and he's a uh, he's an artist. You know? Yeah, he, he's got he's got a lot of great ideas. He do, does his own promos. Yeah. He's like got his films, his film career coming, and everything like that. And I was just like, and he's an awesome skater too. Like we went yeah. just over here in Huntington. He's like, oh yeah, meet me uh, at the skate park around here. I've never been to the skate park before. I've lived here my entire life. Yeah. I've never been to the skate park. I had to find it. And then we just roll up, and it's got these giant fucking bowls and everything like that, and a huge, like, 15-foot ramp, and it's just this amazing place I've never seen before. Yeah. And he just carved it up in there, and I was just like, oh, this guy, and I was like, they let you do that, like, while you're under contract? He's like, well, I'm kind of in between right now anyway, so, like, not in between contract, but he's in, in between shows right now, yeah. so, and they, they, all they do is the TV stuff, so when he's not on TV, he, get, he has time off for yeah. a little bit, which is pretty interesting, right? But, uh... Yeah, he's a super, super wild guy. He had his, a whole posse that came in with yeah. him. Like, and, like, these guys were awesome. They were, they were all hilarious in their own ways. They kind of reminded me of, like, a, a different backyard jackass kind of vibe yeah, going 100%. on. Like, yeah. <laughs> and they were, you know, they, they were showing me bruises that they had from a bunch of stupid shit that they had done. And I was just like, you guys are next level. I like this. Like, this is fun. So I, I actually had them all pile in here. We are all piled in here and did, did a whole bunch of sh- so stuff you, with them. You did the interview together with everyone? It was with uh, Darby and Priscilla yeah, mostly. she's amazing too. And then yeah. we brought in, yeah, then we brought in everybody else. Great. And it got pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. He, I, uh, Steve-O's the other guy who I wanted to connect him with. Like, yeah, yeah. I just think, yeah. That yeah. would definitely be yeah, a good connection. He's all the... Hi, I'm Daniela Clark. I'm Barbara Ann Wild. And we are The Honest AF Show. Our podcast is real, honest conversation with our celebrity friends and pros. Covering our anything but average rock and roll lifestyles. All while tackling the hell that is aging and the battle of beauty. Oh yeah, nothing is off the table. The Honest AF Show is available wherever you get your podcasts. 
Steve-O's done wrestling. Did you ever see his thing? I never saw his wrestling, no. He, like, he got the shit beaten out of him by this guy, Umaga, who passed away, unfortunately. Do you remember Umaga? He was, like, one of these huge um, uh, Samoan dudes. Okay. And, uh, and uh, like, it was him and I think it was Chris Pontius, I believe. Okay. And uh, they're promoting a movie. I think they're promoting Jackass 3 or something. Oh, no, or they're promoting Wild Boys. I'm not sure. But, yeah, they go in the ring, and obviously it's plans. Yeah. But... Steve-O did something, like he got, I think he didn't sell the move, like he got hit oh. and then he talks about one of his YouTube videos, that you, sh- you can find it if you want to see it, but he kind of goes through what happened. Yeah. But I think he got up, but you're supposed to like, if wrestling hits, you're supposed to stay down because you got knocked out. But he got, he up, got up and then didn't and realize. the guy just like, I think he had a concussion or something, the guy beat the shit out of him. Because <laughs> he, he's raised by the, he's like second generation. Like, so he's like, you, 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 you blew the match and now I really have to hurt you? Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm going to make you stay down. <laughs> they can't get away with that now, but no. this was like a few years ago when they okay. still do that shit. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> yeah. Now, when did your fandom for wrestling start? Um, I, I really got into it when I was like 10, I think. What, what era was that? Like, what, who were your like favorites that you like were like watching when you were 10 that like when you threw on the TV or watching... Yeah. Throw out a name here, you know. I mean, when I got old, like when I like a couple years later, like The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin and mm-hmm. Degeneration X was so cool. Awesome, so attitude there. Yeah, that stuff is when I like super got into it, and like I used to go to all the shows, and uh, I think I had a bad mom because she let me go to all the shows. Like the craziest thing my mom did, which I like, like I was like, I honestly, I'm wondering if it's a bad parent. It was like too good, too nice to do this. But they had a big show. I was in Vegas, got a family out there. My grandparents and I have aunts and uncles, so uh, I was out there already. And then they had a big show at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Okay. And there's Money Nitro. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, but then the, the was, ni- it, was it Nitro? Was it, it WCW or was it? Was it WCW. So it was okay. Nitro. And then uh, the night before in San Diego, where I'm from, they had the WCW Bash at the Beach pay per view oh, with Carl nice. uh, Malone and. Uh, was that? And, and Den- Dennis Rodman yeah. against. Was it DDP wow, and Hogan? Look at you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I told you I was going to make you feel wow, comfortable I'm about great. your shit. I'm so impressed. Uh, so it's DDP and uh, Malone. All your viewers and listeners are just like, we're done. This yeah, they, they just switched, they just switched, they just switched, uh, they switched <laughs> the YouTube channel. <laughs> it was DDP and. I got to get it right. DDP and Carl Malone, Malone versus Hulk Hogan and Dennis Robin. Yep. So my mom flew me back to San Diego to see that to come to the show. Then she flew me back to Vegas the next day. So what did she go with you though? No, I was my brother. But it was that was important. Is your brother older or younger? Older brother. Yeah. Okay, but there's still like, and you're probably old enough to handle yourself a little bit. Yeah, it was like oh, those are your. I don't off. think that's that bad. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I went to like first rock concerts by myself when I was yeah. like 14, 15. So yeah. about the same age. I don't think that's that bad unless we were both just raised by. Horrible mothers. I mean, <laughs> my mom did go, because I did go to a wrestling match with my mom one time, like a running night raw. And this is when it was like, like between PG-13 and R, you know? It's yeah, kind of yeah. R, honestly. Oh, it was, you know? it was, yeah, which was the era I loved. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom went with me and uh, she went to go read a book in the lobby. And she sat next to an adult man who's like cosplaying Stone Cold Steve Austin like every day of his life like he's bald and has the goatee <laughs> and she's like what's watch my kid and I'm just like oh, what the fuck you just asked Stone Cold to watch me <laughs> maybe it was really him maybe it was know. him maybe she knew and she's just like Stone come on I, I didn't think about that uh, stunning Steve uh, as he <laughs> wow, used to be wow you really know your stuff <laughs> wow one of the Hollywood blondes man so I I, wow. I uh, actually was a huge fan growing up my father I've told this story a couple times before my father took me to a a house show for my very first time after he told me all day that I was I was being a dick like uh, like my grandmother was watching me and she was like oh he was unruly the whole time he's in trouble I was like grandma and then he took me to this he's like oh you're going to a meeting with me like you're just gonna have to sit in the car and like all this stuff he pulls up starts putting face makeup on to look like doink the cloud and I'm like what is what is happening and then he's like we're, he showed me the tickets and we were gonna go see a, a WWF house show at the time so I've been like a bit huge fan since like ninety, as as actually as early as I can remember, really. Yeah. Um, so, and then kind of fell out of it after like early two thousands for a while. Yeah. I started listening to this podcast eighty three weeks with Eric Bischoff. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I started listening to that podcast. And I was just like, I remember all this, the Monday Night Wars. This was like my favorite heyday of wrestling. Yeah. And then they would talk about the WWE Network, and I was like, I had heard about it. They're talking about how everything lived on the vault. 
Yeah. I was like, I'm going back. Yeah. I rewatched everything from 93 on in WCW until it was done. Really? But then now I'm at 96 from the same time frame. I want to compare them of uh, the WWE because I just want to relive that time again. So you watch like the pay-per-views or the just the pay-per-views yeah. I, 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 I can't get through that many hours I mean I do have other things I gotta do <laughs> have you done like Tony Schiavone has his podcast and I like, listen to a little bit of it yeah he like they what do you call it like they they watch the pay-per-view with you so you can watch along watch along yeah. yeah do you um do you have a like some favorite podcast you listen to I listen I mean I listen to a bunch of those like I know like Conrad is the reason uh, who's like <laughs> Conrad. <laughs> I feel like anyone watching this is like, what the fuck? There's this <laughs> guy who's like a wrestling. It's really beautiful and amazing. Yeah, that yeah. This guy was a wrestling fan forever, like hardcore wrestling fan from on a whole other mm-hmm. level, and he started podcasting with these wrestling people who some of them aren't in the business anymore, not by their own choice. Mm-hmm. And he, for whatever, he's just a fan. He knows he him and these wrestling icon guys have this dynamic that whatever reason uh they just it works like crazy a lot of people do things it doesn't work but their thing hit and touched a lot of people and these people are all back in the business i think he's the reason tony shivani is working in aw he's i think he's bruce pritchard like you know that guy yeah something to wrestle with podcast how inspiring like he was fired from wwe 10 years ago for whatever and things he hit, he says he hit rock bottom, and like, because there's not that many places to work. If you're you're executive producer, or especially at the time, like, yeah. I mean, there's, it's you know that that drop off to the next thing is independent, and that's there's not a lot of money there, you know. So the, until AEW came along, it's kind of like, oh, okay. Nice same thing. Same thing happens in like in like show business. I'm sure in music too, which I think is show business too. I don't know, but like movie, TV business, like you meet with executives and then they don't have a job in two years and then they don't have a job at all anymore because mm-hmm. once you get a job like that, what do you do next, you know? Yeah. So anyway, so he kind of, things were not as great as he would like them to be in his life, you know? And uh, he started podcast with this guy because like, whatever, he just answered questions, whatever. And they start selling out uh, theaters and comedy clubs doing their own, just doing a yeah. live show. And then they had like a anniversary show for Monday Night Raw where they brought back like iconic characters and they had all these really cool guys come out and then Bruce Pritchard came out and I think it was Madison Square Garden he got a bigger pop uh, reaction than all the other people because his podcast and then Vince McMahon saw that I think like wait a minute here because they respect respect hustle and work ethic and Mm -hmm. people getting over on their own and uh, and then he's back and he's like the senior vice senior vice president of WWE and he's running Smackdown and it's really inspirational and totally Tony Schiavone was working at Starbucks which he's proud of it's not like bad things to have a job and but he was the uh, he was the play, play by play but guy up for Nitro we watched as kids and uh and then now he's back in AEW he's back doing play by play again which is great it's, it's so great to hear his voice again to be honest it's but amazing it's, uh, yeah. he's and he's still got it and it's uh, I'm very, I love inspiring stories of things going uh I don't know. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got you got a pretty inspiring story too. I mean, you. you I'm trash. I don't know. <laughs> how do you go from the beginning of this podcast to telling me how much you love yourself and just call yourself trash? You that I was fishing for you. To, you're supposed to go. No, you're not. Oh. Play like you're so bad at this. I know. This is my first time. You know how to work with an insecure. <laughs> you know what? So, you know, like you're still bringing. I've never seen this one. They do that, yeah. I didn't, like, I've seen this. I didn't know they do this one. I think that's even less respect. I've heard this is like bad news. Yeah, it's like you're 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 walking down the wrong alley at that point. I think this guy. I got one of those in Italy. You want to hear about this? Yeah, of it's course. What did you? It's really well, not a good what did story. you do to deserve this? I, it's really actually as I brought it up. I'm like, wait till you hear this. It's not that good a story. Uh, <laughs> I was in. I'm sure it's a great story. I was See, in, I'm learning already. I'm sure it's a great story. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> Listen, so uh, I was in Verona, you know, the hometown of Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Friends of mine. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, I was leaving my suitcase at the train station because I was only going for the day and we want to walk around and stuff. And the sign said six euros to leave your suitcase. And then the guys like, uh, uh, and the, the guy before me, they were fighting a lot. And I watched it through the, the glass and it made me happy. And then I said, like, confrontation in different countries. I don't know well, what they're saying. It's kind of funny to me. I mean, confrontation in general, that's kind of fun to watch. Like, I like, agree. Like, you want to, like, 
it's 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 a little inhumane, but you kind of like are like, oh, dude, what's gonna happen? Yeah, like, yeah. Ooh, ooh, these it's guys like, are about to get into it. It's like reality TV. It's just yeah, great. Yeah. Like, like, who watches this shit? Then you're like, oh, then later you're like, man, I really shouldn't have like cared that much if they were gonna get a fight over the shopping cart, but I really wanted to see it. Yeah, like, I love it. I'm a bad person. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, so they fought. They so then we got it. So I think we got kind of. Uh, Leftover baggage part in the baggage pond with the baggage guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he, like, so I think he took, kind of took it out on us. I was like, uh, he said, so he said twelve euros, and I said, uh, but very calmly, I'm like, but sir, the, the sign says six euros. And he's like, oh, that's for the fucking, that's for the, <laughs> that's for under three hours. You're staying for six hours, and I was just like. Oh, okay. And he's like, and he keeps going. And I, I think he had the thing where, like, you ever, like, mad at somebody? You have a whole speech you're going to give, and, and, and then he's they, like, they, 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 they quickly, and you're yeah. like, no, but I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> I had this whole thing for you, set out for you. Yeah, so I feel like... That's like, amazing. But I got this one, and it's just, I just, I, I, I urge you guys to go to Italy and fight with an Italian person. At least go to Olive Garden and make them angry. At least. Fight with an Italian person? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. You have to. I've, n- I've never fought an Italian person. I'm, I never physically fought. Okay. I just got yelled at by... I never have, fought. You, have you ever physically fought, I've never period? been in a fight. I've been beaten up 45 times. I've never been... You counted? Fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. don't, People don't do that? You don't have, like, a thing? Like a, That's a, actually what all my tattoos are. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Every time I got my ass kicked. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> what number are you on? Uh, I lost count. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I need to get tattoos. Yeah, you don't have any yet? No, what's wrong with me? I, I, I just assumed you did, you're just like one of those people who doesn't want to show off. And you're just like, yeah, actually, yeah. it's like full. <laughs> I have, I, like, my problem is I'm skinny fat, and I feel like if I got like, I don't know, I feel like it would be, I need to get like in shape. No, or you could just go full fat. Like, you, know, you, you, you don't be skinny fat. fat, or you just, you just can't be in the middle. I hear, yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. I just worry about stretches, and like, you, like, but you're right, if you're fat, you just commit to it, then mm-hmm. it's cool, yeah. Yeah. And if you lose the weight, you just you just get it touched up afterward, you know. If you if you go back to the shredded oh, look, is that what they there's do a, that? there's like a whole whole way. It's like a whole community of fat, skinny, and regular fat. And <laughs> it's like it's like a human race or something like that. Where's this community? It's <laughs> it's in America for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably at Chick Fil A actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, you like Chick Fil A? I don't think I can say that out loud. No. Uh, <laughs> People listen, get I don't mad support, about it. I don't give them my money, but I go in there and I steal their chicken. That's smart. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good way to play the fence. I I, uh, I I say give me all your chicken, and I don't I don't show a gun or anything. I don't own any guns, uh, but uh, I just threaten them. I, I let I let them think what they want to think. I don't know what this bit I'm doing right now. <laughs> I to, to I'm gonna let you roll with I it. Don't know I think it's great, Taylor. I, mean, I make I people think... worry about their lives. <laughs> I fear for their lives so I can get free chicken. Yeah. I want to give money. It's also, I mean, I just, I just like how you went into this new character that was like somehow you are, you are intimidating. But I'm, I'm like everything else leading up to that, you're, you're talking about how unintimidating you are. I think I'm like, it's a chameleon. It's, it's really just, yeah. it's just it's a great. It's great to see you work. Is it good? Thank you. Is it? By the way, is it is it good for the show when I'm eating ice? Absolutely. <laughs> well, I got I got snacks down there for you too. I just didn't want you to, you know, that's a some truffle nuts, some peanut M and M's. Truffle nuts? Yeah, truffle nuts. That's, that's a weird. That's a weird uh, snack. It is. What the fuck is a truffle nut? It's it's a truffle flavored nut. It's a macadamia nut with truffle flavor. I hate everything about it. What are they? You don't like you don't like truffles? I don't want it. I don't want it. What is that? That's just a pub mix. Get it from Costco. You go to Costco? No, but I'm 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 new to being an adult. Okay. Like I bought a townhouse. Okay. And now now I say things yeah. that my mom used to say like, "How am I gonna pay this mortgage?" You know. <laughs> but I say it to myself because I'm lonely. So like I, I started like stalking. You gotta get a dog, then you can talk to the dog. I want to get. Oh, I babysit. I dog sit my friend's dog sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I love them. Like, I cut my cousin has a dog, and then my friend is a labradoodle. I watch them and like I literally just talked. I have conversations with them and like it's the I, best. Like, no joke. Like do you ever like talk to your dogs? Yeah, right? yeah, I do. I I mean a lot more before I had a son. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you know, but you know, you, they they get moved down the side when you when you have kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not there yet. Nah. Um, but yeah, I want to get a dog, but you need like a, a someone to watch it when you travel. When you travel? You know? and no, I, no, no. If you get a small one. Yeah, I don't. Like, do you travel with your dog ever? Uh, yeah, we actually used to travel quite often with my with uh, our Yorkshire Terrier. Yeah, because he's small. You just take him with you, go on the bus. You know, he could 
you get one of those fake things that says yeah. like your 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 stress dog, and you take him on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Most people who are listening to this are like, "You're the one of those fucking asses with a dog on." I was like, "Yes, I was. I don't yeah. do that anymore." Yeah. Just because I have a son again. He right. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, You're just the support baby. You don't need it. Yeah. Uh, in Italy, I kept seeing all these dogs, and I was like, oh my god, the dogs are so much more beautiful here. But I realized I do that in every country I go to. Like, oh, the women are so much more beautiful here. The I, dogs love, are- I love that. I've heard that, like, my, my uh, sister-in-law and, and mother-in-law, like, will tell us after they've been on a trip how much better it was than where they are. And I'm yeah. just like, and it's, it's almost insulting to me because I've been traveling for 20 years yeah. for work. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I get it. No, there's some beautiful places in yeah. the country. But, you know, um, I just, and there are other places I would live as well, but, like, I just can't beat Southern California in my head. I just, I'm born and raised here in Huntington. You were yeah. born and raised in yeah, San Diego. San Diego, Del Mar, yeah. Del, yeah. Hard yeah, we were, we, were, we were roughing it. All of our lives. But it honestly, because Del Mar is like, when I, people who know, they, they're like, they hear I'm from, I'm from Del Mar, like, oh, look at you. Like, and then I had a nanny, like, oh, I'm a rich kid. I was poor, girl. I was not poor, but I was like Del Mar poor. Because I'm divorced, <laughs> single mom, you know? So we had like a townhouse, but like, my mom and dad, my mom was like broke, and my dad, it was like a shitty dad, didn't pay child support and stuff. Okay. And then, uh, so like, my mom was like, we were like broke, but we lived by the beach. So like, I had like friends who were like filthy rich. Where like, I remember my friend lived in like a gated, super fancy gated community, and his house man drove me home. And he's like, "Oh, is this your summer house?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah, and winter and spring and <laughs> whatever the other one is. I don't know." And uh, but and my nanny, she was like lived with us, but I don't think she got. It wasn't like I'm rich and I have a nanny. It was like a lady who. Uh, was not paid legally. <laughs> and, okay, you know what I mean. And like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's my family. And I love her. And uh, but uh, yeah, I don't think she was making a hundred grand a year. Like she's not no. like Paris Hilton's nanny. You know? Oh, she's yeah. better. I love her, uh, Lydia. If you're watching this, <laughs> she's a big fan. If she was, she turned off a long time she ago. She loves you, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, anyways, but I didn't know how good I had it until I moved to LA and New York, and I was like, wait a minute, the world's not the way I thought it was. Yeah, you know. It, there's great things about every city, in my opinion, that, yeah. that if you've been there enough, you start to learn a few Except things. Except for Dayton, Ohio. It's actually where my dad's from, too. I love Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if it's... I'm totally I just, I just My dad you. moved out there. I'm, my whole family's born and raised here in Southern California. So, like... You lied to me? Yeah, In front of all these people? And, yeah. <laughs> I just my show. I judge... <laughs> that's fair. Fair enough. <laughs> I judge cities by if they like my jokes. I'm talking Italian. If they like my jokes. I, about still, I love how much it's coming back, man. Every time. <laughs> as soon as you start to get comfortable, it comes right back. Right? But <laughs> I judge cities by if they laugh at my jokes or not. And I had a bad time a day. And I didn't go anywhere or do anything. So I just hate the city. But I'm sure it's a lovely place. Uh, I had that. We had that in Philly. Was Philly or shitty town? Not anymore. But when oh, we first started friends. going there, they were, the, they were like the... the the best worst hecklers because they would say things that were like we're like oh you got us good then they're like other hecklers you know you're like in your early 20s yeah. you kind of get pissed and like we're in a metal band so we yeah. just like play harder and do you know try and like win them over yeah. but like and we it would work most of the time except for in philly like there was just a few shows like early on where they would like yell stuff out like we had this song called second heartbeat and the woes were extremely similar to the woes in uh, a pennywise song oh no and from the back, you hear a guy full-on Philly accent. Right after we're done playing, place is quiet. Pennywise called. They want their woes back. And we're like, oh. Oh, boy. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's like better <laughs> and worse when they get you. Prom- it's so rare, you know? Yeah, yeah. Most, yeah, I'm curious about, like, like rock star heckles. Like, my heckles are, like, I can't even say half of them in public. You know? It's just so horrible. But, uh, that is a funny, that's a funny contrast of, of those worlds, though, I will say, because even like in interviews, I do an interview or do something um, outside of this podcast, and if I say anything kind of racy at all, it just like becomes like this thing like, oh, did you hear what uh, Johnny Christ said in this interview, like, and I'm now this horrible person, and I'm like, I'm in a rock band, what did you think I thought? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I've always been a horrible person this whole time. But I like this, but like, if... But when you guys say it, everyone goes, like, not every time, but, like, and it's getting worse for comedians, I, I understand now, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the climate right now. Yeah. But, like, a lot of times, 
you could say stuff and just be like, I, it was a joke, people, I'm a comedian. Yeah, now you're, it's, if you say something with a smile, like wink, wink, and then on paper, you're just a racist person. <laughs> I, I heard, well, that's why I, I video the podcast, so they can actually see my reaction. <laughs> but if someone transcribes it, you're fucked. <laughs> that's, I mean, I had, I, I mean, I've had very, very rare, but I've had a, a well, on, I don't know, which, which time I was racist, should I tell you? Uh, but like, which time? <laughs> I mean, it's just, comedy is so delicate and people are so fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I had, if I can call my, there was nothing worse than comedian telling you a joke. But like, on America's Got Talent, which is, which is the, why people come see me, it's because of that show. So the person who came, so I did this joke on TV. They, I don't think they let me do it now, but they let me get away with it a few years ago when I was on. I said, uh, um, uh, I'm not racist if I, if, uh, if I ever have kids, I'm going to make sure they grow up being friends with every color of the rainbow. That means no black people. <laughs> so, oh, shit. So, <laughs> so it's, uh, but like, that, so that's, it's, uh, it's a joke. Yeah. And, and then, and then anyway, so I did, I did it live in. So you're not uh, actually racist. I'm not, oh, I don't know about that, but. Uh, <laughs> Jesus no, Christ. No, I'm not racist. Uh, I dated a Blasian girl once. I'm not a racist. Okay. That's, um, that's, that's, that's the card that, yeah, yeah. it's the only card you need, right? Yeah. Um, that's an Asian girl with blisters. I don't know if you know. Oh, that. I didn't know yeah, that. I thought it was something different. No, no. I, that's, that's what shows up in my porn searches is, uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh. Um, um, so then, is my career over yet? Jokes, I mean, my career's already over. So, uh, why did you wait so long to come on my show? <laughs> I know it's too late for me. You, you can't help me. I, it's too late. Uh, but then, uh, oh yeah, so I did it live, and then uh, a person came to watch me tell a joke, and then you riff more live. You, on TV, mm -hmm. you're kind of structured, and you, you have a script. But uh, live, I was like, Oh yeah, you came to see me. You didn't know I was racist, but I, I don't know, I'm being goofy and it's tongue in cheek as fuck, you know? And then this woman comes to me and she's like, I didn't know you were racist. I wouldn't have come to see you. And I was like, that's the same joke I did on TV. I'm not, yeah. If you, if you tell people, they believe the random words you say. I don't know it's, how to It's hard. No, no, no. I mean, I, I, again, speaking with a lot of uh, wrestlers now and stuff like that with, with, the, with the show and, and, uh, each of them like have a story of, of someone who believed their character so much that they like will attack him. Like Jake the Snake Roberts had oh famously had a, had a razor blade taken yeah. to him. You know, Hacksaw Jim Duggan brought the two by four to keep people from kicking his ass when he was walking through the crowds at these in, at these at these shows in the in the mid south. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's like okay, like there's a lot of people who just like believe what they're watching to so wholeheartedly that they cannot separate. The show business aspect with with it, which is I, I don't fathom it, but it it, it happens apparently. And that's a whole another level than what I'm talking about. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, but, but yes, but it's like my, I'm not a racist character. Like I'm not, I'm not, that's not my shtick. I have like a couple of dumb jokes, which uh, and I kind of lean out of that stuff now, honestly. But uh, uh, I don't know. People are stupid, but it's people are. Um, I mean, you know, when I did America's Got Talent, I did this bit, it's on YouTube if you care to see, but in the finale, we had a repeated performance we've already done, mm -hmm. which is for comedian doesn't make any sense because jokes aren't uh, funny twice, you know? Yeah. And uh, I'm very jealous. You can sing the same amazing songs <laughs> and then they're like, well, like, I see a band. I want to hear you sing the same song three times, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, that's kind of like what we, I mean, we're kind of required to keep playing those yeah. same songs. Yeah, they'll be pissed. They'll be like, oh. <laughs> they're not they'll mad if you don't play one of the songs. Like, You'll hear about it, especially now with social media. Oh, yeah, they like, complain. I was at that show last night man, I was really bummed yeah. you didn't play blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, man, we, we haven't played that song in years. Like, yeah. sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah. I almost, uh, uh, to the, or bra. The, the singer from, uh, Tom York from Radiohead was doing a tour of only songs that aren't famous. And I almost bought tickets. I'm like, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to, I would go because it's cool to be there and then be mad the whole time. <laughs> I, I, yeah. And it's, it's, it's funny because a lot of artists want to do that. And they're like, they want to like, show like I have other things that I like to do too but like it's hard because I don't know how it is with 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 comedy but with music it's their one night to get out and do something they yeah. and, and like they don't see the rest of it yeah. like what you're touring or anything like that it's that one night yeah. and they want to pay their hard-earned money and they want to be entertained the way that they want to be entertained on that particular night I get it I understand why they might want to want that you know it makes sense
And it's, okay. rightfully so, it's for, it's about them, not about the performer. You know, a lot of, a lot of times, you, know, you can't be too selfish with it. You know, yeah. you gotta. There's a there's a balance to it. I feel like. Yeah, and as a comedian, like I'm on five different tangents, but like sometimes my family will come see me. They'll see me like more than I hate family coming to see me. But like I was in Chicago like three times this year for some reason. So mm. my family comes every time, and I play. They say you don't have to go, and they want to go. And I don't have a new hour every three mm. months, you know. So they're like, "Oh, you did the same jokes I saw you last time." I'm like, "Yeah, fucking Uncle Mark. I'm not a, <laughs> not everyone fucking person saw me in Rosemont and saw me in Schaumburg three months later. Then saw fucking saw me in fucking Vernon Hills three months later. You psycho. Yeah, yeah. but it yeah. makes you feel bad. Then though, I'm on stage thinking my Uncle Mark is like saying to his wife, "Yeah, I don't know. You repeated some jokes. I don't know. He doesn't write. It, you're not writing anymore. Like." <laughs> and then, and then, actually, I did do twenty minutes of different stuff. But you get a hashtag. Fuck Uncle Mark. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Uncle Mark, if you watch this, always watch. I bet he'll say he watched it, but he's not gonna watch so, it. No, that that'll be even better. You be you saw it. <laughs> You that, saw the hashtag that we said, you saw our shout out for you? And you'll be like, yeah, that was great. Dude, have you guys ever done that kind of thing where like, there's this famous story that I don't know if it's true, but I hope it is. Uh, when Ben Affleck and Matt Damon wrote uh, uh, Good Will Hunting, Good Will Hunting okay. it was like so in demand and they wanted to make sure that the people who wanted to buy it really wanted it. So they put a, uh, it's like urban legend, but I think it's true. They put like a gay sex scene in the middle of the movie, like a non sequitur gay sex scene in the middle of it. And this is the first time hearing of it, but and then because they because people so they went to meetings waiting for someone to be like, I love the movie, but there's this one scene that just kind of makes no sense at all, has nothing to do with the story. <laughs> there's two guys having sex, which is a wonderful thing to do, but yeah. it just not doesn't fit. Was it, uh, yeah, doesn't fit the story. Also, when Goodwill Hunting came out, the, I mean, there wasn't the the climate yeah. and everything. There wasn't wasn't as accepted as it is now, which is great that it's accepted now. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I was trying to be serious that time. <laughs> no, but it's funny, like, we're all scared for our lives now. Like, uh, yeah, like, that, was, that was a career saver right there. Um, <laughs> anyways, but they put it, so then they, they went with the studio who was like, we like it, but there's this one scene, they're like, oh, you actually fucking read the script. Yeah. Anyways, so we should put, like, a gay sex scene in the middle of this. <laughs> so I know my Uncle Mark watched it. He actually loves gay porn, though, so he's gonna oh, that, skip to that part. Yeah. Which is a great thing to skip to if you... Watch it. Getting a little off topic here. Uh, <laughs> also on America's Got Talent, I had to do this thing where I repeat something again. It doesn't even matter. Why am I telling this? So, um, so I did this whole shtick where I repeat jokes, but I made it. I had I wrote a whole thing where I'm saying the jokes, but and then I bring out a guy in a camel costume. I had a joke about a camel. I just kind of sabotage, oh, nice. self sabotage you, but it actually ended up being like really cool and fun and weird. And in rehearsal, uh, I was like, "Oh my god, this is horrible. Nothing is." Everything's falling apart, and he saw it. And I don't think he's supposed to, but he's really cool. He he said, "Hey man, don't say out loud this is not going well, because <laughs> people believe you. Even yeah. though they're laughing, they're like they still think, oh, it's not going. Well. They don't. People don't get. You're laughing. You're yeah, having fun. Yeah. But if I say you're not having fun, they think, oh, it's. Oh, then, then they go, oh, maybe I'm not having fun because I'm like a self-deprecating comedian. Yeah. I, the best set I've ever had in my life uh, was like. Years ago, like a long time ago, and uh, I, mean, I was like 20. Did you see that, by the way? I with, with the signs, there's a sign. <laughs> with, was I supposed to look at it? No, that was, was for me. So yeah. <laughs> it just got dark. Is it like five hours from that? Yeah. Uh, like I was like, I have to leave in an hour. It's like it's like midnight. Yeah. Um, but uh, what's the point? Like I, I had a set, it was, and it went very well. I'm amazing. And uh, yes, yes, you are. If, you know, oh, thank you. You know, yeah. you say so. Man, I didn't say this. Uh, I said it. <laughs> and then, uh, but I remember the whole time I'm like, oh my god, this is horrible. Like, oh god, this is the worst side of my life. And they're laughing because I'm being an idiot. And I remember someone came up to me. They're like, hey man, I thought you were funny. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five star review. If you want to listen to this show ad free. Head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. <laughs> I don't know how to articulate what I'm saying. You know, I have a lot yeah, of no, no, people. Yeah. Are, they fucking are. I hate everybody, but please come see me live. <laughs> I, uh, give me your money and laugh. Yeah, you, do you still have a relationship with uh, with Heidi and, and Stern? I saw the video of, uh, uh, with Heidi. That was hilarious. Where oh, she thanks, plays man. your wife. Uh, so that w- that was that was a bit <clears throat> though, right? 
What do you okay, mean? okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't understand. She's she still your wife? You guys still together? I mean, she got married. Uh, I don't want to say anything more, but she's okay. married. I wish her well. Mm. We don't talk about. I don't. We don't talk about her private lives. I, um, oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I, 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 I misread it. I thought it was a bit, and I, I, yeah, I don't know why I thought that. I just again, I guess it, it goes back to you know, someone on the outside watching you and not yeah, quite getting right. that what was happening. You don't I, get it. It's yeah, fine. I, yeah. You, just, uh, you don't think you think like like why would a guy like me be with some trash girl like her? You know, that's I mean. Something like that. Like she's pretty, but I mean, I don't know, you know? <laughs> she doesn't have anything else going for her. I mean, what are you? You're just, you're just, you're just, <laughs> a, you're just a gorgeous, successful, beautiful, wonderful place. Not everything going for her. Yeah, she's great. No, yeah, she's, I have a career thanks to her being, uh, playing along with my uh, crazy, uh, it like, I like my, I'm, this is, that was years ago, and like I'm still like, people come up to me. If I, if I get recognized, uh, like it's, I, it's like, hey, uh, where's Heidi? Because like, if you watch my clips on YouTube, I'm Taylor. I don't know, whatever. But like, I have a whole uh, journey on America's Got Talent, and I've been they brought me back for things over the years. And uh, but like, my shtick was her, and I got to have a storyline on a reality show, which is, does it on a on a on a competition reality show, which yeah, really happened. So yeah. it's very special and. 100% the reason I got far was because of her, and the reason I have a career is because of her. So people come to me, they're like, did I just break something? Was, was that me? Oh, that wasn't I me. I don't know. Yeah, who, I don't know what that who, was. Who was in charge of this? And then uh, <laughs> I'm talking about me. Everyone shut the fuck up. <laughs> so professional. You, Jake Snake Roberts, there was no things falling in the background. I didn't, there wasn't, actually. There, it, it was, was more respectful. Way more professional, way more set up. Anyways, people, I'm sorry. people say, like... Uh, Where's Heidi? That I'm like, she's in the car. I don't know. <laughs> like after the first year, I'm like, oh, have you been shopping. on the Howard Stern show too? No, okay. I, I did the wrap up show, which I love. I, I love. How, are you a Howard Stern fan? I am. Yeah, he's like my favorite thing ever. I, 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 I want to so much. Uh, I asked one of the producers there if I can be on the show. I'm quoting. You can quote. You can say a bad word if you're quoting somebody. Is that the word, rules? What you can say a bad word that you're not supposed to say if you're quoting somebody. Are you allowed to on do that? On what? Can you say a horrible word that you're not allowed to say anymore and you're <laughs> quoting somebody? You tell me. I you're don't care dad. what you do. <laughs> no, that's not the answer. That's a, I don't care what you do is not the answer. That's not what I'm looking for. Like, it's your fucking career to No, no, no. Like, you already signed the release. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> what the fuck? I've never signed a release for a fucking podcast. I'm like, I've done... Big podcast. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I think, I think that's I the thing. I'm going to go with it. Yes. As if you're quoting somebody else. I'm not going to say the word. Don't say the word, but you, we, you but can. It's not, a, it's not a funny story if I don't say the word. But so he's, say something that sounds like. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. You never played that game before? Yeah, I got you. So he said, um, listen, uh, we really, Howard loves you. Everyone here loves you. Um, right now we're only booking A-list celebrities and... Uh, we taught it, people. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that that's a word, but it definitely rhymed with something. I don't know. It's just someone, <laughs> someone with a, a speech impediment okay. um, was saying that word. And, uh, and he's like, you're kind of in the middle. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I guess. So was that I, a was that a compliment that you were somewhere in the middle? I mean, I I, I mean, I kind of wish I was a whack packer, then I would fit in. Fit. Oh, so it was a whack pack. So okay, it's like I gotcha. high pitch Eric and uh, and uh, Paul McCartney. You know? I gotcha. There's then, nothing. Um, yeah. So I love. I'm to, probably. I'm definitely somewhere in between there too. So I gotcha. Yeah. Fuck Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Have you gone on the show? No. God, he's really into music. Do you, do you have any idea if they, if they like you? If I have you? zero idea. If someone over there knows, give me the answer. You guys could probably get on the wrap-up show at least. Like a lot of people do that and they introduce themselves so they don't know, but I'm sure they know you. I have zero idea. Listen, hey Gary, if you're watching. Um, oh, don't worry, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have to get out of here. Yeah, I know, I know. Right, where where else can uh, everybody find some uh, Taylor Williamson? Did I do good? I feel like I did bad. I think you did really, really good. Really? Yeah, I mean, I thought you were funny. <sighs> That's literally the worst thing you can say. <laughs> that, I don't know what's worse, actually. What's the music equivalent to this? Like, it's that, or you're standing next to someone else, and they're like, 
You were so funny then. Hey, you were funny too. No, yeah, it's like, oh, you were up there too, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do you ever get that? You're one? like, oh, I love you, Sister Gates. You're, pre- <laughs> you, you're rad, Johnny. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I get it. I get it. But do you ever get that when you were even you were even playing like and like someone's like oh you were so great and you're like I don't know who you think I am. but you just go yeah thank you Did that happened I guess you're, I not, you're probably not at a show that I was what's that I'm guessing you're not on a, you're not at a show that you're not on probably this movie doesn't relate no I I get I get a, yeah I, went too I don't far know with this story now and now 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 I got to get you out of here you've, you've you've taken you've taken all the time you've eaten you finally eat my food should I go to Costco <laughs> yeah, I don't know do you like it. Costco, Costco.com. Yeah. Is that where they can find more Taylor Williamson? Costco.com <laughs> slash Taylor Williamson is my official website. Um, Isn't it actually, though, Taylor Williamson comedy? Um, no. <laughs> Taylor comedy? I'm on TikTok now, which is a huge, the biggest cry for help I've done in the last five years, <laughs> at least. Um, I've done like three videos, and I'm like, what am I doing with my life? This is horrible. <laughs> but do you have TikTok? Yeah. I don't have one yet. We're getting it. We're in the process. I'm, I'm, okay. you're I'm a big so deal. Slow. You say we. That's how you know you're a big deal. <laughs> I have nothing. I'm doing it for the show, though. I'm not doing it for. What's the show called? Freaks with Johnny. Yeah. You got this. <laughs> it's got your name. Whose name is this? It's my name. Look at you. I know. And it's in neon. I never thought I'd have my, my name in a neon sign. You're doing great. Thank you. You're doing great, too. What's your Twitter? My Twitter? Uh, it's drinks w Johnny because Twitter doesn't allow a big enough character for drinks with Johnny. I'm sorry. I know. I, I'm, I'm working on campaigning to change that though, people. Yeah, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, if you're watching, uh, <laughs> call the Twitter guy, whatever his name. Yeah, I was just saying <laughs> that's not the Twitter guy. <laughs> All right, man. I gotta, I gotta let you get out of here. You gotta share uh, the night. Thank you so much. I didn't plug my thing. No, you didn't plug your thing. I thought you already did. It was Costco no, I just, backslash. I just sabotaged my career. Oh, okay. I'm Where can they find at you? At Taylor Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. And you're on Taylor tour right now. Com. I travel around the country telling jokes and um, pretty amazing. Very funny. I'm in Irvine in about an hour. I forgot the Irvine Improv in an hour. Um, an hour from now on February 12th, 2020, there is no way in hell you were there. That's, you <laughs> fucking don't believe in your fans, that's horrible. No, we're not putting this out for another like six months, dude. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe I'll be, but they have me every six months, so maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll be back. I'll be back. But listen, for real, I've enjoyed your music for so many years, and I'm, and I'm so grateful that you guys had me, and I'm very special how uh, Sam reached out to me, and uh, he came to one show, and then where he had a night with your dad, was it with your father, was My it? Mom. Your mom, excuse me, right, with his mom, I remember <laughs> very well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, I really do, man. It was, uh, it was in Chicago, right? It was in Chicago. Um, yeah, Sam's always in Chicago. <laughs> with Uncle Mark. Sam and his mom always in Chicago. They're, they're friends with Uncle Mark. That's, mm-hmm. um, anyways, but uh, yeah. Hashtag fuck Uncle Mark. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck Uncle Mark. I was like, why are you? All right, oh, yeah. I was like, that's aggressive. I forgot that we had a whole thing. I was just like, you. No, I don't even know Uncle Mark. It was some nice things, but yeah. anyway, I enjoyed it. Thanks for you. watching, Uncle Mark. Thanks. Uh, thank you for having me. Thanks and, a lot, uh, man. I really appreciate no, it. I have Very a cold, funny. I have a cold. It's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I like the eye contact, too. Head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and uh, find some more of our show and uh, go check out everything Taylor Williamson and go see this very, very funny man. Thanks again. Cheers. Well, that'll just about do it for this week's episode of Drinks with Johnny. Thank you, Taylor Williamson, for being on the show. I had a blast with him. Hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. Um, And go check out more of Taylor Williamson, uh, all the places that we discussed that you can find him at. Um, You know, I probably am going to go live with this guy. I haven't haven't talked to Taylor in a while. Um, I think it'd probably be a good idea to address uh, the conversation we had together. So uh, make sure you head over to the YouTube channel, Drinks with Johnny YouTube channel. Uh, hit the subscribe button and turn on your notifications there so you don't miss it. I don't know when we're going to do it yet. I'm, I'm As soon as I get off this podcast right now, I'm going to go ahead and text him and see when uh, a good time would be if he's uh, interested in that. So yeah, maybe we'll be going live later on this week. Um, and as always, we're going to be going live on Thursday, uh, 4 p.m. for a uh, 
cocktail recipe and maybe a chat with a guest. Um, that one will always be the same. That's at 4 p.m. Pacific time uh, every Thursday. As well as what comes out on Thursday is my newsletter, the Thirsty Thursday newsletter. So head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and, subs- and uh, sign up for that newsletter right there. Just scroll all the way down and you can sign up for that newsletter to get uh, everything Drinks with Johnny. Um, again, had a blast. Thank you guys so much for checking out the podcast and uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard.